Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. How many of you have ever told a child, or you yourself as a child, were told not to touch something, that it would burn you, that it would hurt you, so forth and so on. But you paid no attention to the wisdom that was trying to be imparted to you, and you got wisdom by experience. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we're beginning a new series for this week by Ken Hagen. Stay tuned for a timely message from the Wisdom Series. Stay with us. This will be a great time of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this month's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Ken Hagen's message. I want to talk about wisdom. No individual, spiritually or naturally, will ever be a success without wisdom. Now what is wisdom? Wisdom is knowledge and understanding most of the time gained by experience. But wisdom can be imparted if you're willing to listen. Wisdom is knowledge and understanding. Now, I can tell you that if you step off of this and you don't watch yourself, that you can hurt your ankle or your leg or even break a leg. Now, I can tell you that, and I impart wisdom unto you. I impart knowledge unto you. But you go ahead and step off here anyway. You really have understanding. How many of you have ever told a child, or you yourself as a child, were told not to touch something, that it would burn you, that it would hurt you, so forth and so on? But you pay no attention to the wisdom that was trying to be imparted to you and you got wisdom by experience. Wisdom by experience is the tough way to get it. Wisdom by impartation is the easy way. There's two ways of getting wisdom from God's Word. By impartation, as people preach and teach to you and as you read and study the Word yourself, or by actually messing up, getting in trouble, and God getting you out. Now, both ways, you gain wisdom. You gain understanding. You gain knowledge. But it's a whole lot easier to get it by impartation. When I was about three years old, Dad pastored in Farmersville, Texas. We lived in a shotgun parsonage house. And for you people that don't know what a shotgun parsonage house is, that means if you stood at one end and fired a shotgun, it'd go straight through it. That's why we called them down in Texas, shotgun houses. Anybody here know what a shotgun house is? Yeah, a few people know what they are. We uh, did not have in that house, there was not modern day 
uh, fixtures in the electricity like we have now. There was a wire running across the ceiling and a wire hanging down. And there was a socket on the end of it and a bulb screwed into it and you had a string that you pulled. We did not have any wall sockets, but behind the couch, there was a wire running down the wall and, and hooked to the wall was not one of these porcelain bases like you see. It was a, a square porcelain with four screws that screwed it to the wall and it was a bare brass socket. Anybody ever seen one of those? You know what I'm talking about? And you just screw the bulb into it. That was our lamp for reading or their lamp for reading. I was only three years old. Now I'm up here on the couch and I'm making a circle around the edge of that brass. Now it's not bothering me. Daddy said, son, don't do that. If your finger slips off and you hit, go inside and touch the middle of that and at the same time your finger touches the side of it, you will complete a circuit and you will find out what 110 electricity feels like. Okay, Dad. Son, don't do that. You're going to get shocked. Okay, Dad. And about that time, bam. And I, you know, get knocked plumb off of the couch and roll in the middle of the floor. Now, I could have learned that electricity, when grounded properly while touching the positive or hot part of the electricity coming in or the side. In other words, touching the, the hot side and the negative side, which would be grounding it together, it makes a complete circuit. Now that's all you do when you turn on a switch. But you can make a circuit with your hand. By touching it with one finger here and here or touching both points like this. How many of you got shocked doing that? How many of you were told not to do it, but you did it anyway? You got wisdom and knowledge, didn't you? I guarantee you, I never, I was three years old. I still remember that couch. I remember that wall. I remember that thing. <laughs> I never to this day have ever played around with an electrical socket again. I have wisdom through understanding. Now Joshua 1.8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Another translation reads, And then thou shalt be able to deal wisely with the affairs of life. There is no way that you can be a success if you do not deal wisely in the affairs of life, both spiritually and naturally. I'll say it again. There's no way that you can be a success unless you learn how to deal wisely, both in the spiritual and in the natural area. Now this whole message is, has a two-pronged are a twofold purpose. That is to get you to have understanding or wisdom for natural and spiritual success. I believe that God in His Word, if we will study it efficiently, you will find 
that he not only teaches you how to be a success spiritually, but he talks to you about how to be a success naturally. If you have ever noticed, his man Abraham was a success in both fields. If you ever noticed, David was a success in both fields. Read after the prophets. Daniel was a success in both areas. Many of the Bible characters that you read about were a success naturally and spiritually. God wants it that way. He does not want you to go around successfully spiritually but scraping the bottom of the barrel or, or actually being under the barrel. Living on barely get along street. Next to Grumble Alley. Driving a broken down old hoopy car. That's not his idea of success. Go read after Abraham and find out what his idea of success is. Read after Noah and find out what his idea of success is. Read after Job and find out what God's idea of success is. God's idea of success was more than he had to start with. Come on. A lot of people talk about, well, I guess... Just another job, go through life, beat down, lost everything. Well, Job lost everything, but he didn't go through life that way. In fact, the whole book of Job took place in a matter of a few months. A lot of people try to think it's a lifetime. No, it took, it took place in a matter of a very short span of months. Hello? You may find yourself in trials and tribulations, but if you have wisdom, you will come out on the other side and you will be successful spiritually and naturally. Wisdom is important. Now, let's go to Second Chronicles. Chapter 1. I'm going to read from the NIV. Let's start in chapter 1, verse 10. This is Solomon talking. He says here, let's go start in verse 9. Now, Lord God, let this is Solomon talking. You have let your promise to my father David be confirmed, for you have made me king over the people who are as numerous as the dust of the earth. Now, I want you to notice that here it comes back, goes back to Abraham's seed. Goes all the way back to the beginning in Abraham when it said that the, his descendants would be as the sands of the sea and so forth. Now, give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead this people for who is able to govern this great people of yours. God said to Solomon, since your heart's desire 
and you have not asked for wealth, riches, or honor, nor the death of your enemies. And since you have not asked for long life, but for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I have made you king, therefore wisdom and knowledge will be given to you. And I will also give you wealth, riches, honor, such as no king who was before you ever had, and none after you will have. Now, I want you to notice the high priority that God put on wisdom. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, My Life and Ministry by Kenneth E. Hagan. Get the entire six-CD set for your personal collection. The CD series is just $39.95. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Get this six-CD set that includes special insight into the man and the ministry of Kenneth E. Hagan, told in his own words. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. And don't forget, we're in Oklahoma City. Right. Rama Bible Church is there every Sunday night at 6 p.m. at 8921 Northwest Expressway. So come over and visit our church there. Well, I say enjoy the weekend and come and, have, and experience Sunday morning on Sunday night. That's right. right. That's what we're always saying. Call today to get this month's special offer, My Life and Ministry, for just $39.95. Call now. The number to call is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Ken Hagen from the Wisdom Series. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.